We watch a movie, maybe read a book, or look at some kind of art. And we talk about it together and say lots of interesting things, and one of those things is our favorite parts. This is Favorite Parts with Allison and... Matt. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Favorite Parts. This week we are going back into the danger zone. <laughs> and we're also going back to see my brother Matt. Hi, Matt. Yeah. Matt is here for two reasons. Number one, he tortured me throughout my childhood by forcing me to watch Top Gun more times than I can count on any appendages that I have. I feel like this movie was just constant playing in our house growing up, Matt. Would you oh, agree? No. <laughs> like I well, I'll get to why it caused me to have certain reactions during the movie. Um, and secondly, Matt is our in-house military expert. He is uh, retired from his army days, but he did serve in the army for 10 years. He is a ranger qualified and a green beret and had multiple tours of duty. Um, yeah, he's he's a military dude, former military dude. And I have many questions for him about certain plot points in this movie and whether or not they are believable. So Matt, thanks for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me. Okay, Matt. I know that there was a lot of buildup for you with this movie. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> I know you were very excited. I was more reluctant to see it, but I did go see it and enjoyed it. But what did you think? What, did you, what was your initial reaction? I loved it from the first preview to the actual <laughs> many, many years of waiting to uh, actually seeing it. So I actually had a friend call me, uh, my buddy Kevin, call me and tell me how amazing it was before I was able to see it so I, and that I didn't, really that didn't feeling like I was gonna like it I was worried they were going to not stay true to the first one and sort of the spirit of mm. the movie mm. um, but I think they captured uh, all of that and it, it felt pretty much just like what you would want in a sequel they didn't try to you know, they didn't try to fancy it up. You know, they didn't try a new <laughs> recipe, you know, which we don't want. We want to see Top Gun 2. Right, we don't want to right. see a, a new take, a new twist. No right. That, so. That's very true. It was very much like right down the story, a little bit of changes. Yeah. Right down the middle. Um, Yeah, I think it was, good. you know, as someone who watched Top Gun a million times growing up, it was enjoyable to watch. It's like a good movie. It's an entertaining movie. It's a good movie, not a great film. Yeah, I would agree with you there. Like, yeah, especially there were, I mean, and I think that this has been said of the original. It's a little cheesy sometimes. Yep. Yeah. And I in think there the was some of that way. in this time. In all the best ways. <laughs> in all the best ways. <laughs> That's funny. I will say because we watched this so much growing up, the scene, there's a scene pretty early on where Maverick, played by Tom Cruise, is riding on a motorcycle, just like down a long desert road. And the top gun, the top gun anthem is playing, which yeah. in case you didn't Google what that is, uh listeners, is the one that's like it's like an electric guitar solo. Um and when it came on in the movie theater, I got goosebumps because I felt like I was like taken back to our living room <laughs> when I also, was 10 years old. Uh, your high school basketball team from where you graduated high school, the boys team used to come, would come out to that. that? 
Texas before, and South Lake? Like warm-ups as they were running out, that would be <laughs> fun. And then it would go into like rap music and stuff. You know, but, the funniest part is that you remember that and I have literally not. It's, I just thought it was, what a great call. Yeah. <laughs> South Lake <laughs> Carol, Dragons. Way South to go. Lake Carol, go Dragons. Um, that's funny. Yeah, I think I I liked the movie. I didn't, I went in being like, I don't know what this movie is going to be about. I think I was afraid that it was going to be like very much like <laughs> the military is the best, <laughs> you know, like, I don't yeah. know, a little bit like too rah-rah in the current times. That feels a little, uh, I don't know. It felt, I was worried that it was going to be like, but I thought one of the redeeming qualities of it was that one of the themes was that like, there is value in old things, which like, cause like Tom Cruise is like this old guy who's refused to move up from being a captain and he's because he wants to fly planes and that's like the position that you have if you want to actually fly planes but his knowledge of like how to fly old planes is what saves him in the end of this movie and like they end up relying on like these older planes to do like some you know to help them escape Right. Which I thought was, I thought it was interesting. And it, when I was going in wondering if it was going to be like, you know, how much is it going to be like, go, go, go. Our, you know, American military technology is the best. It was kind of about like the importance of old stuff, which I wasn't expecting when I went in. And as you know, someone in her forties, I was well, like, yeah, old people are that. important. Uh, you <laughs> didn't pay attention to the first one of why they created Top Gun School. And tell me more. Relying too much on missiles. Oh. Uh, come on, Al. So they they had it in the first one as well. Sort of that theme of you okay. know people over hardware is what the military. Right. Okay. All right. Well, great. Well, I appreciated it. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anything else? Any. Like I don't want to say what your favorite parts, but were there other things that you enjoyed about the movie without saying your favorite part yet? I enjoyed the callbacks and nods to the first one, including uh, the Penny character. Yeah, did you remember her as being mentioned? Okay, I'm going to tell you the whole time I thought she was uh, Kelly McGillis' character from the original. And it took me a long time to be like, oh no, this is like a totally different woman. But it makes sense because he's what? Like, he's in the first one. It's just a fling of an instructor you right. know, it's believable that that was just that i'm glad it wasn't like we lived happily ever after right 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 but yeah so say do you so you remember this character being mentioned in the first say more yeah, i didn't Lynch's know that character until in the first one mentioned like is giving him a hard time about like womanizing and mentions there was one admiral's daughter penny mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. yeah so this is penny so yeah i thought that was that was a nice touch that it was someone who was, you know, at least mentioned in the first film. Right. Even though I didn't know it until after I Googled it later. And even, even as cheesy as it was, the Great Balls of Fire callback and all that. And the fact that Miles Teller actually looks surprisingly like, uh, yeah. what's his name? Anthony. Anthony Edwards, right? Yeah. That's sort of surprising that. Yeah. But I agree. Okay. It looked like well, it could have been a son. What'd you say? It looked like it could have been a son. I agree. Maybe it's the mustache too. I don't know. Okay. So this is one of my questionable decisions about the film. Was it too much with rooster has a mustache? (laughs) Like I thought the call sign rooster was good because it was like close to goose, you know, 
Yeah. And I, I enjoyed that. But then it was like that specific callback when he's, he has the mustache, he's playing the piano, he's singing the same song and he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. I was like, did they have to like recreate the whole scene? They, they part for part. Yeah. They kind of beat you over the head with it. Right. The mustache thing, I think there's two thoughts. One, guys in the military win in training scenarios. Mm-hmm. Often grow out mustaches because you can in rags. And so it's kind of okay. like, I don't know. It's kind of like. It's people, a thing that they do. Yeah. And then okay. they get rid of them when they actually have to like reintegrate into society. Okay. <laughs> uh, two, uh, the mustache. Like, I just think it's unfortunate all the mustaches that will be attempted now. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the worst part. So uh, true. Yeah. Here they come. Um, okay. Yeah. I did think, well, so part of me was like, this scene is like ridiculous. Cause, and it was like inner split, inner spliced with Tom Cruise having flashbacks of Goose playing the piano, playing the same song, yeah. wearing the same shirt. But then I remembered, I was like, a lot of people who see this movie probably have not seen the first one. It's fair. Which was like, mind-blowing for me including my wife so amy's never seen the original no wow i'm shocked that you agreed to marry her without forcing well you know it's like when something's really special to you you don't want to have someone being like to it so like you know what not even gonna waste it it on you because you won't appreciate it (laughs) i'll just keep it over here that's right that's that's mine (laughs) i don't care what you think about that's funny um the other thing that i felt there were two other things that were like callback things that I had questions about. The hangman name, call name, felt a little very similar to Iceman. And he was playing basically the Iceman character. Well, yeah. I was like, could we not have done a little something that didn't have man at the end of it? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Okay. Um, also, the beach football, what was happening? <laughs> uh- <laughs> I have to say, this was like basically two teams both playing offensive. Right. They call it dogfight football. Right. I I just think I I need to try it out or something. I I just think there's no way it's working. One. And two, I don't know. I had questions. So, like, if somebody gets tackled with the one ball, there's so many things. See, I wasn't even hung up on the rules. I was like, okay, fine. Offense, offense, even the same time. My whole, okay, so it's obvious that they're trying to recreate the beach volleyball scene, which is legendary, right? right? Like, and constantly made fun of for its homoerotic vibes. But anyway, (laughs) this beach football. Or people love it. Or people love it unironically and are like, all these dudes are awesome. Or but, one of your in a, one of your officer PT sessions in Hawaii, <laughs> you and your buddy Steve actually break out the music teams <laughs> and uh, play beach volleyball when your commanding officer was actually trying to get you to surf and like take it seriously. <laughs> okay, well, or that. Um, <laughs> okay, um, but why are they all wearing? Wait, are they wearing jeans in the beach Tom volleyball? Cruise, well, Tom Cruise was for sure. Wow. But they're all wearing jeans at beach football. Yeah, it's it's not it's not the fun. whole time I was like, there's no way these dudes are wearing jeans to play this game. I don't know. Maybe that's a real thing. I wasn't in the navy, but plenty of people <laughs> navy shade in the army, I know for sure, play ultimate football. So just like ultimate frisbee, but with a football, it seems like that's sort of the same vibe, and it's actually something they do. 
pretty okay. like like a fun PT. So why not do that? I don't know. There is a beach volleyball court. You know, the there is a Coast Guard station in Philly, and they have that beach volleyball court right on Delaware Avenue. Mm. I have questions about Coast Guard. I kind of think just play volleyball too, though. Yeah. I mean, volleyball is a fun game. It's like an easy group game where you don't have to be that skilled to play it well. Right. Unlike dogfight football. Should they have been, you know, really, though, the question you should be asking is shouldn't they have been training? Well, he's trying to build camaraderie. I understand that, but don't they have like (laughs) some sort of nuclear uh, disaster about to happen? Let's go do trust falls together and figure this thing out. I don't know. I do understand the importance of team building. So that part didn't bother me. I feel like they would have been bonded over like, uh, you know, the end of the world. The stress of, right. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Okay. Other things that irritated me. This one, you're not going to have any comment for, but I just want to say that Maverick has no teacher training (laughs) and they put him in charge. I don't know. Teaching people. There's this assumption that if you can do something well, you can teach someone else how to do it well. And that is just not true. I just want to say. I don't think he'd be a good teacher. He has a skill. No, I don't think he'd be a good teacher. It's exactly. like people who do things don't know how to tell you how to do them. Exactly. Like they figured out how to do it themselves, but they are very bad usually at translating it to telling other people. Right. Also, I heard on another podcast, they compared it to Dead Poet Society. Like day one, rip up the manual. Mm. Day one, rip up the thing. Yeah. But there was never the captain my captain scene. So that could have been yeah. That's true. Yeah, that was very like a throw out the book. Like it that I was like, oh, of course he's gonna do <laughs> And everyone's gonna be like <gasps> um okay. Another thing that annoyed me was that there's all this tension between Maverick and Rooster. I'm gonna get to why in a minute. And it's always like we'll talk later, we'll talk later. But they never talk. They never like talk about well, welcome to be welcome to being a guy. <laughs> I was like, I don't I know what you're this was supposed to move past that and like be better. And I, they never because Iceman and Maverick have like a very nice conversation and like a very jerk. loving conversation. It was a tearjerker. <laughs> and I will say that was something that I did really like was Val Kilmer's part in this. You saw Val, right? The documentary Val. Yeah. yeah. So I think going in, you know, like you see his picture and you're like, is he gonna be in it? Like how is it going to work? I was surprised to see him, but glad. Yeah, I was glad they did too. But you know, he has like this, you know, throat thing where he can't speak or it's like very scratchy. And so I did think it was pretty smart to do like the typing. They Mm -hmm. had a like decent explanation for why he was doing that. And it was really nice to see him because Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just have a lot of love for Val Kilmer. It felt like an intersection of like real life, like sort of like them asking about it. It was sad. It was was sad. It was sad. Yeah. And it was interesting that it was like the positions that they're in in the movie are like pretty different from the positions that they're in in Hollywood. But also the picture you have in your mind of Val Kilmer from Top Gun. Right. It's so young. It, you know, it's Mad Mardigan time frame. You know? oh, Mad Mardigan. Also a mind-blowing thing as a kid that they're the same person. But, <laughs> uh, but he's so youthful too. And then now to see him like right. that. And then right. compared to Tom Cruise with his dyed hair, you know. It's, right who looks like he hasn't aged that much yeah yeah but yeah that was that was a great part of the film actually um i was glad that val was an ice man was there and was like the top dog admiral admiral baby um okay one more thing before we move on to military questions you may or may not know the answer to uh (laughs) 
I feel like there were a lot of actors in this movie that were not really taken advantage of. Number one, John Hamm. Yeah. John Hamm is Don Draper. Like he is a great actor, a great serious actor. And he's just this kind of like throwaway guy in charge. He's like every superintendent in a bad 80s college movie where like the frat is up to no good or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't do much with him. They could have yeah. been like, why did why did he have to like not be cool? Like he could have yeah. been, cool. yeah. Like he, he had a little personality, something. Yeah. But it, and he was like, and then he's gonna take over at the end. Like I got this. Yeah. Like it, there's there's some big questions there when he took over over the uh, willingness to send people to their death. Right. <laughs> yeah. Was he good? You know. Yeah, I just it, it was just so strange that it was John Hamm. I was like, why isn't why is John Hamm playing this role? Like I had heard that they offered him all they said was Top Gun. Oh, Tom And he was just like, oh done. I like, mean, yeah, I guess I could see wanting to be a part of yeah, that movie. I know. I, plus, like John Hamm's a good looking man. He is, he and he was he, really he, him with right. aviators in a uniform because I feel like it could have been special. But, True. And he looks like he's always like pretty clean cut in all his roles and looks like a guy who's been in the military for a long time. Like that part was believable, but I don't know. He's just such a good actor that I was like, this is so strange that he's playing this part. <laughs> um, two other actors who I don't know if you're familiar with Matt, but Jay Ellis, who stars in Insecure and Manny Jacinto is in The Good Place. Both have like these really impressive roles that they've played and all of the like other characters besides like Maverick, Rooster, even Rooster's not that fully developed. I just feel like there was a lack of real character development uh, and a lot of I wasted told, talent. Something I told Amy, my wife, leaving yes, the theater my with, life. so none of these people have lives. Like there was right. no, no backstory. Boyfriend, boyfriends. Mm-hmm. Uh, even there was like, I couldn't tell if there was supposed to be something between Rooster and the female pilot. Yeah. She's like, oh, this is how I find out. Are they friends? This what are how, they? Yeah. Um, it was, yeah. It was all very nondescript. Yeah. So, like, it just seemed like no one else had a story. Whereas, mm-hmm. I feel like, or I know if you guys are all training and you could go die, like, it would come up. Like, oh, my girlfriend, my wife, whatever, my husband. Right. Yeah. Just, it felt like it was like, here are the characters, here are the archetypes. Right. Everyone has their little role. They fit in. And then they didn't right. do any sort of character development on any of them. Right. Which I would say is different than the first one. Right. Where the first one, you knew those guys and like you knew who they were and you cared about them right. deeply in some cases. <laughs> um, okay. We're going to move on to military questions you may or may not know the answer to. Okay. One of the main plot points is that Maverick Rooster is like four years behind everyone else because he got into the Naval Academy but Maverick pulled his papers. Is that a thing? <laughs> no, no. So <laughs> no on a lot of levels. So <laughs> one, the academies aren't like people who happen to be high ranking in the military can't just call over and like either <laughs> get someone in, uh, get someone right. out. Uh, so there's, there's no, I don't even know what papers he'd be pulling. Like, <laughs> one but two like a captain in the navy is definitely Mm. not just like make it happen uh maybe i guess you could have alluded to iceman helped or something right right but then 
mean, it's kind of like, why would Iceman be like, sure, I'll destroy this kid's dream for you? <laughs> uh, it's, it's weird. Um, that didn't make sense. I thought they could have done that a different way of like, maybe he asked for his help or, or mm. I, I mean, that's not as dramatic, but also like, why did he need to be four years behind everyone? He could have just maybe, what if he just blamed him for killing his dad? Was that not enough? Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. That was, that's very true. Why did he need to be four years behind and why I, yeah, I guess it was to build some resentment between the two of them that they had to resolve, but it felt like they could have had, right. As you said, some kind of other tension that existed. And they just said, he pulled my papers at least 10 times in the movie. Like it was just constantly talked about in a way that I was like, maybe this is a thing that happens. Right. No, it is not. So I don't, uh, no. Okay. Second military question. Um, mm-hmm. Is the Air Force pissed that the most famous movie about military pilots is about naval pilots? I mean, there's something about landing on a ship. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Right. And so you feel like they're like, we get it. I, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like the Air Force is like, whatever. <laughs> have it. You know, like I, I don't know that they view it as a navy movie. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm not in the air force or not in the navy. No, they just view it as like a pilot, military pilot yeah. movie. I, I'm guessing they don't mind it. Okay. Well, you were the person who taught me like how people make fun of the air force. Everyone does make fun of the air force. That is true. <laughs> the chair force. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Even people in the air force make fun of the air force. So. Okay. Well, that's. I mean, I'm good with that. Um. <laughs> Okay, and my final question is, do people really go by their call names that often? Like, they become your names? Yes, they do. Um, But they're not cool. (laughs) Um, And I just mean, I don't mean pilots. Pilots are always cool. Uh, But I mean, their names aren't cool. They're usually referenced to something embarrassing or raunchy or some sort of story but you're not getting called Iceman. Like you <laughs> or like, Maverick. But yeah, I mean, from uh, when we, we did some training at one point down in Dallas and we got to hung out, uh, hang out with some pilots, some okay. big swing guys. And like all their names were like, I don't know, either inappropriate. Like, right, it's things you could not say. Things you wouldn't want to say. It definitely things you wouldn't want to be called in front of like, I don't know, like a girl you were trying to pick up. Right. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Be yeah, so I always thought that was funny. Or they're like huh. born sounding, so. But yeah, they're definitely like Bob. Yeah, hey, you know what? The, the, those were Air Force guys, so maybe the Navy. Okay, maybe Navy has cool maybe call Navy signs. has cool call signs too. You know, I don't know. They got to make up for those ugly uniforms somehow. So. <laughs> oh yeah, speaking of uniforms, I feel like that was a, a a bone you had to pick with the movie. Yeah, there was a lot wrong with the military stuff, like there always is. But I can block <laughs> that out. All the like. Uh, Real world, you know, the fact that uh, Maverick and Rooster somehow are flying, you know, at Mach whatever, and they both mm-hmm. have to leave their plane, but magically they end up in the same location somehow. So <laughs> don't go through that of like, how does that even happen? Uh, but so you can put that aside. But the fact that all of these movies get wrong is like they make it seem like guys want to wear their uniform like out on the town. And like mm. that always bothers me. And then no one's putting on an all white uniform to go say goodbye to their girlfriend. That just is not <laughs> happening uh, for many reasons. I, from Navy guys I worked with, they hated putting it on because you always ruined it. 
Mm. Um, so they wouldn't be like, oh, because it on, got dirty so easily. I'm wearing a t-shirt and sweats. Let me go put on my all white uniform <laughs> so we can buy to my girlfriend. You always are trying to like downplay the like mm-hmm. you don't want to always put on blast. And then if you're going to the bar on a random night, right? Your you're not all wearing your uniform, which right. hurts you. Um, so that they always never. Do. It's never like let's put on our uniforms and go pick up gas. No, the only time you'll see guys like out in uniform yeah lining one on is after like a military ball or at uh, ball. Okay. Um, okay other than that you know one you're not really supposed to get drunk in uniform right right but two you're <laughs> not hitting the town like hey look at me you know so <laughs> that, that yeah that one is a big uh crime idea that and every military bar ever looks like every night is just the best party ever Ooh, that bar was intense uh, I've seen some bars similar that have that kind of vibe that are cool, like some yeah. bars I've seen, but they're always empty. It's not <laughs> guys all like, you know, like playing pool for money and, you know, right. in a fight and going in the bathroom to pick up a girl. So <laughs> that part is also like in movies, it always makes it seem like, well, it's, you know, that's what they do after work, all the military guys. Right. They all go out. I mean, they might, a lot of the young guys drink, but it's usually like in their barracks room, you know. <laughs> The endorse. It's not. It's not at this epic bar, uh, hitting on the uh, bartender with her vintage Porsche. <laughs> That's not a thing that. Oh happened. man, that car. Yeah. Um. All right. Any other? Any other movie thought? I have some movie watching experiences I'd like to share, but I don't know if you had any other hot takes on the film. <laughs> uh, I think those are the big ones, and the, the Penny character kind of bothered me, though. Why? All right. Okay. One. You own a bar, right? Mm-hmm. You're an admiral's daughter. You own a bar. Mm-hmm. Actually, there's there's a theme here. What do these people really do? Okay, because you got Tom Cruise's character who has a hanger with vintage oh, right. jeans in it. Okay, he's a captain <laughs> in in the navy. He's raking it in. Where is he getting that money from to have vintage planes that he works on? Right. You know, okay. On the I assume he Earth, got them at you know garage sales. All kinds of stuff. And then he's dating a, a lady owner. who owns a bar in a military town driving a vintage Porsche yeah. around. It was a very cool car. It was a cool car. These people don't exist. Though. You know? You're right. You're right. So that part bothered, like, bothered me. It's like, so wait a second. Also, nobody wears a helmet in this film. I thought that was an interesting take. Uh, I really was like, wouldn't the Navy like require they do. him the, to the wear military, a helmet? There you go. I didn't think about that. The military has very strict rules on what you have right. to wear as a motor. It's like an, their investment, basically. Like if you got to protect your, your you head. can trouble if you get uh, okay. wearing okay, proper well. safety gear. So I mean, I know it was just like for the look or whatever. I think it would have been a much better thing to see him in a DOT approved uh, <laughs> helmet reflective vest <laughs> long pants gloves and jacket i think that would have been a better one you know? <laughs> uh, that's funny um the other thing i will say that i thought was a little bit clever about the film i know that there's been some uh there is not a lot of uh romance in the film like the bedroom scene is just them like sitting in bed next to each other laughing but i did think it was kind of cute that they turned the whole like getting caught uh in the bedroom upside down because it was you know the two older people getting caught by the child rather than what typically happens with the parents coming in which i thought was kind of clever a little bit you know right 
I enjoyed that. And the protective daughter being like, don't <laughs> break her heart. I enjoyed that little nod. Um, okay. Before we get to our favorite parts, I would like to talk about going to the movies post-COVID. Someone brought a dog to the movie theater that I was in. It barked. Did they let you pet the dog? <laughs> that could be fun. That could be a nice experience. So they must have. We only knew the dog was there. So the dog barked like once early on. No. And I was like, dog? Like, kind of like, huh. But then nothing happened. Then there was like a pretty climactic scene in the movie. I don't even remember what it was. And the dog barked like nonstop for two minutes. Like a big dog or? It was a little bit. We later discovered on our way out that it was a tiny dog, like a dog that was definitely not a service dog. And I, when I told mom that this happened, she was like, a service dog would never bark during a movie. You know, she's very defensive about what service, how well-trained service dogs are. Um, but yeah, and then also in the beginning of the movie, there was a dad, you would have loved to watch this whole scene unfold. There was a dad who must have had at least five kids with him at this movie theater. And he had like a big bag of popcorn mm -hmm. and he was standing in the aisle, like kind of blocking your view if you're sitting behind mm -hmm. him and meticulously filling up individual like popcorn buckets, one for each kid by like, kind of like hand picking up piles of popcorn and putting them into these buckets why not scoop it with the bucket it was there i had so many questions about what was happening why did he need to stand up to do this this was thing? it like a he snuck in a bag or he paid for a bag? it looked like he paid for a large bag and also was like okay also give me five like little you know yeah. Can buckets. you just bring a trash bag and ask him to fill it with popcorn Is no it looked like the just he ordered the biggest size popcorn which is like, in this case, looked like a large bag. Really a bag. Maybe it was a bucket. I don't remember. In my head, I'm thinking like a very big bag. Like but he felt like he finished right when the movie started. And I was like, if this man did, had waited one more second, I would have been like, excuse me, sir. <laughs> you need to sit down. Yeah. But the whole time I was like, have people forgotten how to go to the movies? They have. And, and even movie employees are making questionable decisions. Now, when Amy and I went, we were running a little late. Yeah. Okay. And, happens. And we got our tickets scanned in. Mm -hmm. uh, Amy was mad because I still demanded to get sweet treats and popcorn and whatnot. <laughs> and pop. Totally support that decision. <laughs> uh, and as we're going in, it was a security guard uh -huh. like, uh, in uniform. Okay. Instead of like, you know, like an usher. Okay. Uh, Odd. Texas in and he's like, well, you guys are really late. And you're like, first off, okay, I don't need the judgment. Second off, and, like, and then like, we're like, is it down there? He's like, yeah, it's just down there. And as we're walking away, we can hear him go like, well, you missed like half the movie. Oh my God. And he's like, sort of like, we're like, okay. And then he goes, good luck finding a seat together. Sold out. And this is as we're like opening the door. It's like, what are we supposed to do? Like, and so I was like, do you bail? And so right. we, we freaked out and just jumped on the first two seats we saw together. Okay. okay. Because of the fear that this security guard had right. And then, you know, it had started. And so we're like, just getting our seats or whatever. Uh, we're off front row corner. Oh, God. And then as the movie gets going and stuff, I look around 
there's plenty of seats that mm. could have been had with a much better view. Oh, uh, that's the worst. We're rusty. We were late. Everyone's a little rusty still going in the theater. Yeah, apparently. And a little judgmental, sir. <sighs> See? Just tell you, you can have power on people. You know, you got to be careful. Yeah, you can imagine that you'd be like, I'm going to have to see the theater to really undo it, you know? Yeah, that's true. Um, okay. What? Oh, also in front of us, people were making out a hardcore. Yeah, we, and... had, uh, we had a teenage couple that came into Buzz Lightyear and were making out behind what? us. Wait, wait, you were there with the boys? Mm-hmm. Ooh, rough. Yeah, and you're like, really? You can't do a kid's Yeah, that is unfortunate. Yeah. And the people sitting in front of us who had been making out also left halfway through. Top Gun, it brings people together, you know? <laughs> yeah, so I walked out of the theater being like, I think we've all just forgotten what this is like Movie and what like. the expectations are. Also, like, there's plenty of places to go make out that don't cost, like, Seriously. 25 I know. Yeah, we were at, like, one of the fancy ones with the, you know, the nice seats, and they bring the food to your table. Love a good seat. I know. Me too. Okay. Our favorite parts. Would you, do you want me to go first? Go ahead, yeah. I'm sure we don't have the same one, because I think I know what yours is. Mine was actually, okay, I'm going to preface this by saying. The beach football scene, we all know. Let's go. <laughs> I'm going to preface this by saying I actually think this section of the film was unnecessary okay, where okay. the part where they like so you know like Mav rescue the Mav like comes in and rescues and then they like crash and they're lost in the woods and they meet up and they get in the plane it felt like a whole additional movie was yeah. added at the end but my favorite part was when they meet up even though it was totally impossible when they meet up in the woods and they're like what were you doing and he was yeah. you know i told you not to think or yeah. i wasn't thinking what were you thinking you told me yeah. Not to think. yeah um it was just like the one part where i felt like they were actually connecting in the movie and it was funny and like cute and i yeah no i liked it <laughs> i enjoyed it when they were evading the nondescript country that they were yes. in. <laughs> the unnamed country. the unnamed country that has desert and mountains yes. uh, very that close place. to the um I thought that was good I do think uh that my problem with that part is like Maverick should have died I should have gone out Maverick should have died several times in this movie fair like (laughs) one science one I I don't (laughs) think about that but uh two uh it would have been a better way to go out Oh well, I for a minute I thought he would, you know, I thought that was going to be the ending. But I think Tom Cruise is like, "Ah, I'm not dying. Right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) About that. (laughs) I love that. My favorite part was was the opener. Mm. The song kicks in, and it's just like it's good. You want to salute, put your visor down, say, "Let's go, baby." So I think (laughs) that 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 was like, "Yeah, I'm in. This is this is good." Here we go. It's like Rocky music. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's on. Let's yeah. just. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, my body had a visceral response to hearing that song again. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, yeah, no, I think I think that was it. I do agree with you that that was another movie at the end. It almost yeah. felt like, uh, as you know, I've seen pretty much all the military movies, but it reminded me of Stripe. And you're like, oh, yeah, this doesn't end at basic training. They have a whole <laughs> other thing where they like you go into Europe and with a van and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the movies in uh, that's the a movies fair comparison sort of should have ended you know yeah uh, i think they could have ended it 
Maverick dies, it's over. So mm -hmm. there okay. is a couple of hot takes out there of like that it's all a dream. Oh yeah. Do you want to say more about it's like Maverick's having a dream? Yeah. And he's like trying to undo all the wrongs he did in his life. Oh, right, right, right. Through it all or whatever. But that's why they said like Rooster's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. There's nothing like really dated about what people Oh, oh right. Just the uh the text messages. With punctuation, did you know? As someone who texts with punctuation, <laughs> I did not think that that was so remarkable. <laughs> it was um, funny to see them texting, though. It felt weird. It was like, this is strange. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I would be, I, I would be remiss if I didn't say you can't just stay in uh, the military at a certain rank because you like that job and just like <laughs> want to keep it. Uh, you can't, you can't do that. I'm cool. I need to say that. Because pretty much uh, most of my friends would have done that if, if that were the case. If you oh, really? Get in trouble. Like, okay. Just uh, hang out at Captain? Like, keep doing your thing. Yeah. They don't like uh, so. And you don't usually get rewarded with, like, big, you know, secret missions. Right. By, right. You know, he just would have been kicked out. Yeah. Okay. It's, like, up or out, basically. I think there's, yeah, there's another Top Gun 2 where Maverick just, like, washed out right after Top Gun school. And he's, like, sitting at the bar telling everyone, like, <laughs> He was the best pilot, and he's flying for like Delta or something. But like, <laughs> yeah. And he makes everyone call him Maverick. He does fly by. Like, All right, he does fly by on the tower, you know, and gets in trouble. <laughs> yeah, okay, FAA. that's funny. That is funny. I will say my second favorite part was when Maverick just like schools them all. Like when he yeah. does, he's like done, done, dead, dead, kill whatever yeah. he says. Oh yeah, when he flies between them and uh, yeah. Was it Bob O'Reilly's playing or one of the Who songs is playing? Oh, yeah. Oh, we won't get fooled again. Pretty nice. Like, yeah. That's, that was good. That was good. I mean, it was a great training, montage. Training, training montage. Um, it was weird that they bet push ups. I feel like there would have been money involved, not push ups. Mm. You know, or something. Yeah. Drinks. It would have been beers, actually. Okay. Well, yeah. That would have been lit. Uh, yeah, that was interesting. It was a lot of push ups. It felt but the, the, but the person who wins doesn't really get a reward. I mean, right. yeah, you, can watch them do push you don't have to do push-ups. Yeah. So, no, so it was cool. fun. It I I will keep I will watch it a few more times. It's I was afraid it could have been like Rocky Five, and it was like <laughs> you would just pretend it never happened. <laughs> and would you say that most of your military friends agree? Like everyone's like, this is cool. I haven't talked to one of my friends like that the you know top gun was a big movie right growing up them or any of the military has had any issues with it i mean there's jokes about you know some of the far fetchness but even some of my right. buddies are like no it's it's, it's, right. it's awesome and now i mean maybe it's because also we were kids when the first one came out so right there's a lot of nostalgia for sure yeah so, but no no doubt uh thoroughly enjoyed it it's a great like just go have fun it's what the movies needed it pulled yeah, you out. I mean, it's go doing. Go listen to the dogs bark. Go see Top <laughs> Go see Top Gun. And it's doing very well at the box office. Like, it feels like everyone. Really well. Like, isn't it like record breaking at this point or something? I think so. I think it, yeah, went back up last week. And it feels like everyone I know has seen it. That was part of the reason I was like, I guess I should go see this. Literally everyone is seeing it. Um, I wonder if it's weird for them because, like, this was like years ago now for them that it filmed. Yeah, it. there was like a two year delay between. Right filming and release they've a few of them have talked about how it was hard I think for especially for people who 
didn't have a really established career. Like Miles Teller, who plays Rooster, was in uh, Whiplash. Like he's already had a pretty well established career. Well, but he I think the piano so well, you know. That was a drumming <laughs> movie, but okay. <laughs> well, didn't he learn to play piano for this? Like legitimately? Oh, did he? That's what I heard. This one. <laughs> That's what I heard. So he must have some musical, you know. Right. Yeah. He, it was I just watched Whiplash actually because I was like oh let's see Miles Teller in something else and it's pretty convincing have you seen the Godfather uh, TV show on Paramount that oh he's the in? offer he's the producer I haven't yeah. seen it but you've told me it's very good he's good <laughs> there's some good characters in that one I'll add it to but, my list but it um, is but yeah I think it was hard for for the guys who had less established careers who were probably like banking on this getting them a lot of exposure and then they had to sit on it for two years and it was COVID. <laughs> yeah. 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 That would be rough, but, but they've all said like, you know, it was worth it. We knew it was going to be great. So, I mean, I guess that's what you say now. Uh, the only question I had for you was, yes. did it bother you that the female pilot like mm-hmm. wasn't more of a character? Yeah, but honestly, the only thing that made me feel, uh, number one, I thought it was cool that they had a female pilot in it, which they didn't. Didn't go on the mission. Didn't go on the, oh, that's true. Did she not go on the mission? mission? No, she did go on the mission. Her and Bob. Oh, Bob. Bob, one job and you blew it. Couldn't even work with the target. Way to go, Bob. Um, I... I would say that it was annoying that she didn't have more of a character, but most of them didn't have much of a character. Yes. So it didn't feel out of step with the other people, but yeah, I felt like they could have done a little bit more with, although I will say I was glad they didn't do like a romantic thing with her because I feel like that's always kind of, I like, felt like that's what they were setting up. Right. It did feel hinted at, but they never, they never really did it, which I appreciated because I feel like I'm sure women in the military are like, that's my job you know what I mean like (laughs) I'm not there just as to be the object of affection for the dudes um but it was cool that there was a female pilot yeah I've seen some really great female pilots yeah she seemed convincing as like a woman in the military you know what I mean like she carried herself in the way that I thought was pretty believable but yeah it would have been nice for her to have any backstory at all (laughs) Whatsoever. whatsoever yeah all right. Well, that is Top Gun Maverick. We did a great job. Thank you, Matt, for coming back on again. Thanks for having me. Yep. Um, next week, I'm going to be talking about Nope, the Jordan Peele Ooh. thriller. Yeah. Pretty excited awesome. about it. Can't wait to chat about it. All right. Thanks, everybody. I'll see you soon. Bye, Matt. Bye.